Hey folks, Sean here. And in this episode, I want to talk to you about how to make your B2B SaaS product better. Now, this applies for B2B SaaS product businesses that are experiencing really any level of performance, as in your product may be performing well, or it may not be. Regardless, this process will work. And the key here is process. That's something I'm huge on. Because if we're jumping around too much and performing erratically, then we're not going to be able to stick to those long-term goals and track progress over time efficiently. As in, if you're making a bunch of changes and you're getting a different outcome, that's like running an experiment where you change a bunch of different variables and again, you get a different outcome. How are you gonna know which out, which variable that you changed led to that outcome? So it's predictable and consistent and something that you could do over time. So first things first, is we need to know who we're targeting for our B2B SaaS product or really it as a solution to the problem that target market has. Now, if you know in detail who you've built your product for, make sure you are targeting that particular persona and that the people that you're getting onto your platform, starting free trials, paying for and using your product are actually matching that persona. That's really important, especially if you are using different channels. Right? If you're doing direct outreach to get people interested in your product, you can essentially hand select or pick them or use from various qualifiers to make sure that you're reaching out to the same title at the same company, same company size, same company industry, all of those elements you have control over because you are picking them. But if you're doing a more of a farming technique, like I typically start with in terms of running search ads, for example, you're going to be able to create that ad, but what you really using in order to get them to come to you is a particular keyword that people are searching for. So you may or may not have great demographic data in terms of who's actually finding it. That's something that's going to fall to you if you're not hand selecting your audience. So because that falls to you, you need to figure out who these folks are. So don't forget about that step because once you start to get this feedback, you may be getting this feedback from different personas and that could be particularly misleading as in Think about it from the perspective if you were to try to build a home for two different buyers. If you're talking about like the working professional who wants to live in the city and wants to live in the city largely alone in their place versus the family who wants more of a rural setup or a suburban setup and has a bunch more people. If you have users that are that different finding your product and using it, their feedback is also likely to be very different. But you may not be uh, uh, intending to design for both of those personas at the same time. In fact, I would encourage you likely not to, right? More than likely you are designing for one or the other. So the first thing to do is to make sure that you're getting the feedback from the right persona, the persona that you're targeting. If you're not necessarily getting that, then you also want to take a closer look at who's finding your product, right? Because that might speak to a problem in your growth channel. As in, if you're leveraging ads and you're getting a certain type of persona, to use your product, but it doesn't match who you're targeting, you want to fix that issue as well. But this process will help you fix that also. So the first thing is, who are you targeting? Who's using it? That's important. Then you need to get the feedback from them. And this is, if they're signing up, more than likely you have their email, so you should be able to reach out to them personally, one-on-one, or in an automated way, which I'm a big fan of, um, over time. And the reasons why I like this are not just the fact that it's automated, because you have a small operation like I have a tendency to do, I like to try to automate as much as I possibly can, as long as it remains effective. But 
keeps that operation small and it keeps you receiving kind of a drip of that type of information over a longer period of time, which I think is much more helpful for analyzing these patterns because that's really what we're looking for. What are the patterns? And you need to put things in place to make sure that you're able to measure it over time, right? I don't just want to know what my customers think today. And that's not a set it and forget it thing. I want to know essentially every day, forever, what they think of my product. Because remember, the market and your product are both dynamic concepts. Your product can change and your market will definitely change. So we want to make sure that your product changes to address the needs of the market. So that's the second piece. Get feedback and I highly encourage you to try to automate that whenever you can. Then you have the opportunity to improve your product in specific ways based on that feedback and you will get it, right? I've set this up for both of my products. I get feedback from time to time from the users and it sends me down these great rabbit holes. Just got one recently about my shorts maker tool and it was complaining about something the tool did or didn't do. So I went and I looked and evaluated the results in terms of performance for them. Some things I think were fair. Some things were probably as designed and just a mismatch from a persona perspective. So that sent me down yet another rabbit hole. And now I found out I need to further optimize my growth channel. So regardless, this is the process to follow to figure out how to make your product better, right? This data lies with your users and your personas, but things to keep in mind, number one, are you targeting the right personas? Are those the personas that are signing up and using it? And is that who you're getting the feedback from? If you're getting feedback from multiple personas, it's gonna be confusing and misleading and potentially cause you to design your product in the wrong direction. So make sure you're getting the feedback from the right personas, the personas in which you're targeting. If you've got issues with the personas that are signing up and using your product, take a look at your growth channel because you might need to fix that and I'll build more content around that. And as you're getting the feedback, Try to set that up in an automated way whenever you can so that you get it on a regular basis and then you get more of it over a longer period of time so that you can evaluate the trends. As you're getting this feedback data, go down those rabbit holes like I do. Figure out how well your product performed, evaluate what your users and customers are saying about it, and look there for areas of opportunity to make improvements. Hey folks, Sean here, and thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you got a ton of value out of it. If you did, I'd encourage you to also sign up for my free five-day email course about launching a profitable B2B SaaS application for less than $750. If you'd like to sign up for that course, you can do so at nextstep.io forward slash B2B SaaS.